So welcome to episode four. Da, da, da. I guess I don't need to do my own music because we have music that gets put in afterwards. But that's okay. You can do your own. You can do my own. Yeah. My name is Brandy Bradshaw. I'll be hosting this episode today. And with me, as always, is to my right, Crystal Taze. Say hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and to my left, Thalia Sawatsky. Hello. Hello, welcome here. Welcome here, ladies. We've had to relocate to a new position in the church building. Several different times. <laughs> Several different times because of our busyness around the church for Christmas. There's music productions and things going on. So People drilling into walls. People drilling into walls. And music blaring in the sanctuary. You'd think we built a new building and it's all done. There's nothing left to do. No. So now we're hiding in the lounge downstairs, yes. which is Checkers Remade. If you yeah. haven't checked it out, it's a great place. The Youth Lounge. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it's not too echoey. But oh well. Oh yeah. Oh well. <laughs> too bad we're here. <laughs> we're doing it. We we're doing go. it. Okay. So the big news this morning, or whatever time it is, <laughs> I don't know what time it is. It is the afternoon. It is the afternoon. <laughs> okay. Okay. Most people, yeah. Um, is we've come up with a name. We've come up with a name for a podcast and. If you're ready, here comes the bonus podcast. <laughs> the extra and there, then the bonus. There is the extra podcast, and now there is the bonus podcast. So thanks to all our listeners for all your suggestions. Some of them were horrible, and <laughs> some of them were okay. <laughs> and we won't tell you which is which, because no. we don't want to hurt anybody's No, not at all. Not at all. No, yeah, no inflated egos, yep. Um, and there's no gift card to give out because we don't have one. We don't have one, and this one idea came up about five minutes ago. Yeah, we yeah. literally just decided we dec- decide. <laughs> we decided it's it needs a name, so it's the bonus podcast. So welcome to our bonus podcast. Uh, today we have a in our did you know section. We wanted to let you guys know about Christmas events coming up at the church. And uh, Crystal, would you inform us about what's going on? around Northview and in our community for Christmas. Sure. Um, we have a different idea this year. Sometimes we've had Christmas productions and different things going on at the church. This time we've kind of wanted to have a combination of being out in the community and having places to celebrate at church. So the first one coming up next weekend, December 14th to 15th, is the kids' production. Woo-hoo! We're going to hear more about that later in the In My Opinion section. Oh, yes. He's going to talk to us about the kids' production. <laughs> uh, so that'll be Saturday night and Sunday. The services, the kids will be doing We Three Spies. Um, after that, Christmas caroling in our community, uh, December the 18th, which I think is the Wednesday night, mm-hmm. uh, yes, 6.30 yes, yeah. p.m. If you come here to the church, um, well, you should sign up ahead of time so we know how many groups, but come to the church. Johnny apparently is going to teach us how to sing, which one? We wish you a Merry Christmas? I believe so, yeah. In Punjabi. In Punjabi. So if we're in our neighborhood, Johnny Will or Dave? I don't know. Oh, Somebody. please. I really don't think Dave is... Or Imran? Dave? Imran. Dave? Yeah, I don't think Dave's going to be teaching us <laughs> how to sing Punjabi. Does Johnny know how to sing Punjabi? I think he's been learning it. No. Have you been hearing that coming no. from the corner of the office? No, it's way far away from where it's I sit. <laughs> You're close to the music section. Yeah. You know that stuff So, better. So basically, we're going to totally learn that in five minutes. Wow. Yeah. And, and then go sing it perfectly. And hopefully it's not really bad. <laughs> but if it is, that's all right. <laughs> Just um, smile real yeah. big. <laughs> but we will have invitations to the Christmas program that can be handed out as we're caroling, and they will be in English and Punjabi. Wait, so we're requiring um, people to sign up before they come for yes. caroling? Yes, well, I think that would be advantageous. That always goes well for Northview. 
Well, you know what? There are already 40 people signed up as of last week. What? Which is amazing for Northview to have that many sign-ups. Yes, because in general, so. Northview doesn't sign up for anything ahead of time. Oh, sorry. That's just a pet peeve. That's that, a sorry. Peeve. That should be in in my opinion section. Yep, that's true. People drive up it's to the true. men's retreat without signing up. Yeah, exactly. Say, just show up. There? I'm here. Yeah. Christian love. Christian love. So the last Christmas thing before the Christmas Eve service is a skeptics cafe led by Andy Steiger on "Is Santa Crossed Off Jesus Real?" Is how it's advertised. 7 okay. p.m. in Center Court. So that should be good. And that'll Talk be about apologetics yeah. on Santa Claus Jesus. So How that's do we a, talk about his... That's a youth night. Are the youth coming, or is there no youth event that no, night? No, there is They're a... Done? Yeah, the pastorates are um, pastorates are having either Christmas parties, or some of the older groups were encouraging them to come to the Skeptics Cafe, or they yeah. might go to caroling that week. It's kind of up, up to them on, okay. the, on the youth. Thanks for, plugging, thanks for plugging the youth there. Well, I was going to bring my kids to that. If there oh, were, the Skeptics Cafe? Yeah, if there was okay, a thousand percent, you're hearing it from my lips. If you, as a family, want to do something yeah. on a Thursday night that is like that, that is growing in education, please take your kids to that. Well, I'm coming. Mark and I are coming with You have kids. my permission. Please don't be like, oh, you go to your pastor party. No, 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 oh, no, no. I'll take a van full of kids. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. Praise night's not till Friday. Sorry. Can't I can't say hallelujah yet. yet. And then Christmas Eve services are going to be four different ones. I think it's 1 3, 5, and 6 30. Which new times. Yes, and all of us pastors will be at all of them. So you can come visit <laughs> us at anyone, depending on which one you come to. Yes. And there'll be a great Christmas photo. Directors don't have to be at any of them. <laughs> but I will be but at all of them. No, yeah, I do. Yeah, I like to play that card, but. I love being there. I love being at the door at every Christmas or yeah. Eve service, yeah. smiling like and so welcoming. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Love it. Love it. So good. good. Okay. Well, so there's all your Christmas events. And our intention, I said this when I was hosting the Center Court Services, that it's not that you attend all of those events. <laughs> Please don't. That would be a lot. That would lead to Christmas angst. That <laughs> would lead to Christmas angst, which is a wonderful segue, uh, Pastor Thelius Weske. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you. That was like a volleyball just set right above the net for me to just slam it down. Yes, our topic today is Christmas angst. Uh, so right off the bat, we need to know what, what that is. Yeah. What is angst, Thalia? So I said that around the office this past week, I kept at lunchtime bugging people saying, what is Christmas angst? And they like, what do you mean? Uh, to me, Christmas angst means that pit in your stomach that's full of dread and turmoil and anxiety and frustration when you think of the whole Christmas season. So I took a poll around the office and among my friends when I went for coffee with them. And here are the top reasons for Christmas angst. And you guys can add what you think. So family gatherings by far took number one. Then uh, shopping for presents, number two. Food prep and finances probably were tied for number three. Decorating number four, although a lot of people are done with that, so that angst is done. <laughs> <laughs> That's the pre-Christmas angst. Yes. Right? November yes. angst. Yes. Yeah, yes. Pre-season. Yeah. Pre yeah. Pre and the biggest word that came up among angst, that turmoil pile of pit stuff, is expectations. Everybody was worried about the expectations that their parents might have of them, or their in-laws, or their kids, you know, would their kids like the present they bought, expectations around maybe attending all the church events, or just some, expectations about 
everything to do with Christmas. And it's an extra layer of busyness that's already added onto the regular busyness of life. So it's an intense time of year, and it brings up a lot of turmoil. I have people. angst just listening to that list. <laughs> yeah. Give me angst. I'm yeah. surprised that family gatherings were at the top. Do you think that was actually... Yeah, that didn't surprise me because you go to family gatherings and you feel like you have to wear the right outfit to the right event, show up at the right time with the right food and the right presence, and your kids have to behave right, and so does your husband, and you have to say the right things to the right people, and it's just a lot of expectation. And then a number of my friends are separated or divorced. So then you add in making sure that the kids go to visit all of their families, and then how do you split up the holiday if your parents are divorced, then how do you do Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, Boxing Day, and you're shuffling around all over Abbotsford or maybe even the Lower Mainland trying to visit everybody. So it's just this ball of, oh my goodness, how do I make this work? So I, yeah. yeah, it's really hard for separated and divorced families or kids that have separated divorced parents. Yeah. I wasn't really understanding that until you just said that. Yeah. All of a sudden now I'm like, oh. Yeah. That's kind of gives me anxiety yeah so I met for coffee with one friend who's trying to figure out okay so they'll be at their dad's Christmas Eve and then I'll get them Christmas morning and where are we going to meet to pick them up so it's a good drop-off pickup and then we're going to go to this event and then he's going to go back and have them on Christmas day and then it's just like oh it's just it's just a ball of oh my goodness and especially if relationships are strained because you're separated or divorced yeah then yeah there's lots of hurt feelings probably unintentionally or whatever and what about the equity for presents and then everything becomes shared you you know Christmas Um, this year but no Christmas next year with dad's family or mom's family yeah and then there's angst for people who don't have family here or a family has passed away this this past right. year. So all of a sudden, you're really missing that person. You can't celebrate with them. So everything has to change. Traditions and events have to change, and it's pretty tough. It's a really yeah. tough time of year. Yeah. And the expectation is that this is a fun time of year, a joy-filled time of year. Right. So we should so go to movie. plays and movies, and we should do all the fun things. But you know what? There's a lot of prep that goes into fun things. And then you have... In, in your world, you have both of these people. You have people that aren't having a bad time and are going and are joyful and we. Yeah. And then you have other people that are in the depths of despair. Yeah. Like, and especially even seeing this in the church. Like, yeah. So we have people in all of these different spectrums and situations. So, yeah. I mean, Thalia, what's, you've been thinking about this. So yeah. what what's sort of some of your... Well, solutions I, to some of this, some of the issues, some of the... Yeah. I and know. I know that a lot of people aren't coming to see me right now in December because they are so busy. Mm. But I know that in January, I'll see a lot of people because when I worked in mental health, that's a really tough time as the expectations mm. have maybe fallen flat or they didn't rise to what they were supposed to be. So then people are really upset in January. Where stuff so, came up at family gatherings yeah. that people have to process. Right. And, yeah. 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 Why well, am I we still reacting to this after right. three years? And, if you haven't seen yeah. people and then all of a sudden it's, a, it's an opportunity to like, oh, we have some news to share or there's something yeah. that happened. or. And mm. you think of being a kid. When I was a kid, now this isn't everybody's experience, but you just show up to Christmas. Kids don't have that many things that they need to do, but parents have to make Christmas happen. So they have to shop and they have to make the food and they have to grocery shop and they have to uh, decorate the house. They, the parents have to do it all in order for Christmas to happen. But right. kids just show up. So expectation has changed as you get older. That's right. kind of hard. You want to just show up. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be like forever a child. I 
can bring the carrots and that's awesome. Oh. I love that. Like I don't, I have never had to make a big turkey yet. I just what? Up wow. with the carrots or the salad. I just sign up for one of them. I'm not even married. I've had to bring the turkey before. Wow. So that's a blessing. Be a shocker, but I actually have to do it. Yeah, you might as well enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally enjoy, enjoy that while yeah. you got that. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's gonna be ordering pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I know wow. already had to bring the turkey, and she's yeah. like half my age. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes. oh, I have it easy. Yeah. Sterling, your admin assistant. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh man. So, wow. Yeah. So I have lots of solutions. So lots of solutions. Yeah. yeah. Some of it is very self right like yes. I, I remember uh, one of the a lady that I knew years back that lived near us she would just be so just oh I just hate this time of year because I have to do this and I have to do that and I have to do this. yeah like, you really don't have to like you're choosing to do it and then you're saying you have to like, yeah yeah there's a certain yeah. amount of choice we have over these things and so I think yeah. people need to realize that yeah there is a busyness and it, yeah it is part of life but it you have choice over what you commit yes. yourself to and yeah yeah yeah, because yeah, that was like flavored all over your list and everything. Yeah. I kept saying have to. That stood out to me too. I'm yeah, like, yeah. what do you mean have to? <laughs> yeah. I don't respond well to when people tell me I have to do things. <laughs> well, a lot of people try to be like a well, super mom. Yeah, like, totally. Brad, you have to do this podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> but people try to be like super mom, right? So people will, you know, sort of make a number of different items, but you could go buy it, for example. So you yeah. can manage the angst. So what I tell people is you can totally control the angst. I put a little a joke in there where I say you put a leash on the angst and don't feed it too much because you, your, your <laughs> angst is your buddy for the season. It's just how it is. And so if you don't feed it too much, then like out of control angst means tears, headaches, stomach aches, unnecessary temper arguments, temper tantrums, yeah. blow-ups, you name it. That's out of control Melt angst. down. But if you <laughs> control the angst, then you know you can have... A reasonable Christmas season so mm. you don't necessarily buy everything maybe you make some things or maybe you oh. buy instead of making <laughs> it See, I know yeah, I know I was oh, just gonna no. say this is where we tie in our social media podcast a couple of weeks back and say how much Pinterest has like grown probably the Christmas angst for a lot of people because I would say like in my on, on my age range in the in the 30s 40s there's this like pinterest like make your own garland and make your own because you can't just go now it's not okay to just go to like canadian tire and buy a garland like you have to be like oh where'd you get that oh this really chic boutique store in uh downtown vancouver you don't know about it (laughs) or like oh i got it from portland's or seattle or i ordered it on etsy and like like it just you can't just have like i got it at walmart (laughs) just like that's just like "Mm, no (laughs) no yeah i I tore down my own barn and i made it out of barn wood oh that's that's unique Uh, pinterest has grown the angst in the women's category yeah yeah, and recognize we don't have to go to every event that's out there, and you don't have to watch every Christmas mm. movie or every Christmas play. You can choose a few things this year, and next year you can choose a few different things because it gets a little overwhelming when every weekend you could be busy going from one thing to another. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and how important, like, some things like tradition are and how that can give you angst, yeah. right? Like, but we 
always do this. Yes. But we always, like, that's a tradition. Like, well, maybe some of your traditions are causing angst yeah. and stress for not only you but your whole family. Yeah. So maybe evaluate that. Yeah. Maybe change <laughs> Maybe evaluate that a little. Yeah, have a little family meeting about yeah. that. Like traditions of doing things and then also certain days. Like I know some people are like right. totally set. Like we cannot yeah. celebrate any other day. And so then their kids get married and then it's this big stress. Like yeah. for me, I don't care. Like I'm, I mean, my kids aren't married yet, but I'm assuming that when they're, I like, say, well, whenever it works. Like yeah. Christmas yeah. does not have to be Christmas Eve yeah. or Christmas Day or like yeah (laughs) it's just not worth it but people get so tied they do it has to be our family on this specific day at specific time and then that's a problem too because what about including people who don't have family around or who are new to the area or are hurting in some way because if you have to have only your family on christmas day then there's no room for other people and that's not part of being a christian yeah if only jesus had said something about family We could talk about. Mm. And I, sh- I should clarify that. And it's not necessarily wrong to only have your family at an event. It's just that exclusive attitude where at all events, it's only family and there's no room to include other people. Yeah. No. I mean, Jesus widened the circle of family. Like, that's what he did. You know, mm-hmm. who's my mother? Who's my brother? These are my mother. These are my the brothers and sisters. Yeah. yeah. These, are, these are my people. So it's not this can especially Christmas I think can bring up that potential idolization of family and yeah. it being your blood relatives and your Or yeah. I think if we really want to honor Christ, we need to think about who in our circles is alone or who's hurting or who's new. Yeah. Or who can be included to something. Like even for these Christmas events for church, bring someone along. Yeah. That hasn't gone to any events yet or doesn't have family around or who's new, bring them along and include them in yeah. some of these church events. It'd be great. And continue to talk to them after Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let them be your little Christmas, your little Christmas tangle. Yeah, your little Christmas tag along. (laughs) Don't don't add it to your angst of have tos. Like, oh, to be a good Christian family, we have to invite some sort of (laughs) person who smells to our Christmas (laughs) banquet. But that's what it can happen, right? When we keep thinking about we keep thinking about Christmas being about us, it can happen that we just even with our Christian things, we add it to like, oh, I have to do Advent readings with my family, and I have to do, and I have to have to like even within the Christian world, it can become this list and this legalism of Christmas celebrations, which is. Wrong. Christian Christmas angst. Christian Christmas oh, angst. <laughs> I have a new category. <laughs> new, new category. Okay. So when you had the newlyweds, because you taught at the newlyweds mm-hmm. this Friday, what kind of things, did they have anything specific or were you talking? We were talking about how to work with parents and parents-in-law when it comes to the Christmas season as mm. part of the event. Yeah. Because it's really hard when you're a new a newlywed couple and you're trying to figure out where do you fit in terms of being a newlywed couple and also fitting into your parents and parents-in-law. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Tell us about, quick, tell us about the newlywed. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. So Just once a month on a give Friday. Give context. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> once a month on a Friday, um, John Pazook and I teach the newlyweds about a variety of different topics. John Pazook being one of our teaching teaching associates. Associates. Sorry. He's a teaching assassinator. Word of God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can see it now. The trailer. Yeah, great. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sorry. You and John Pazook lead this ministry. Yeah. Yeah. And we have 20 couples or so that are newlyweds, and we have about 10 
I call them oldie-wed couples. These are couples who've been married 15 plus years. <laughs> oldie <laughs> wed. Yep. So they sit among the newlyweds and they just give perspective. So what, what's, well, the, in be, what's the in-betweens? Well, I wanted to call them the, mentors, but they didn't want to be mentors yet. They just wanted to be conversation participants. Oh, people hate that word mentors. I know. They just get scared and they have to have it all together. So <laughs> then if I call them oldie-weds, everybody laughs. Yeah. And newlyweds and oldie-weds. Yeah. yeah. And so just weds in the middle? Wed, <laughs> you're just a wed. Yeah. You're not, you quit you're not a new, you're not yeah, an oldie, no. you're, you're just a wed. So if you're a newlywed listening to this, the next one is the end of January and they're talking finance. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, that's cool. one of the things, especially when you're a young couple like, and you don't know your in-laws that well and you don't want to get anybody freaked out and you don't want to say the wrong thing. And yeah, so that's an extra level of stress. Yeah. Score being single. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no Christmas thanks over here. Wee. <laughs> so what would be angst in the single realm like just because you don't have any there must be some i know there's probably single people that would hate me to be like well i have single you know angst because i'm probably loneliness is one but again i don't have that (laughs) i'm sure that that's one definitely there's a lot of friends that i have that i try to encourage and be like you know because a lot of times what happens i think it's the problem with all of this is it becomes christmas becomes about me and my expectations and like it's about me having a good time and so then it's like well i'm not getting invited to like no one would invite me to somewhere and no one's inviting me and i'm like well, what is your problem well if you want to go hang out with those people go and ask what's going on for christmas like yeah. Yeah. go and say like hey are you doing a christmas thing can i come like what's wrong with that and i agree on some level yes in general Singles probably aren't, you know, included. And there could be some encouragement on marrieds and families to include singles. Um, I, I, I on, in general, encourage all marrieds. Like, if you don't have singles in your life, like, you need some singles. Like, I mean, I have my marrieds, and I love my marrieds. <laughs> and I'm like, they're token. Yeah, crazy. and then, like, token singles. Like, I actually have probably have now more marrieds than singles, which is, that's the way it goes, right? As I get older, <laughs> as I continue to be single. <laughs> I have more married friends than I do single friends, but... But at least they're um, still your friends. Yeah, and they're not weird. Like, they're not weird married people who are like, ooh, we're married, and, like, so we can't do things, you know, we can't talk about things. I mean, there's some things I wish they wouldn't talk about in front of me, but... (laughs) But, yeah, no, I don't have... But I guess some of that angst still exists, like, the decorations and all those kind of things probably still exists with within the sometimes I feel like especially the single female becomes this issue of like showing what a good wife or mother you would be oh oh yeah as like a dating technique oh like, yeah almost like, almost yeah, yeah. Almost like, like a you know what I'm gonna it's like a competition of home-baked goods for the oh. single guys that are still available oh oh yeah oh I'm not even kidding you it's like literally sometimes I'm just like sitting there just laughing these single My guys face is just looking I know like it's just appalled. yeah it's looking appalled but seriously because like yeah, these and these single guys probably have no clue. Like, girls, like, you know, hear these myths of, like, you win a guy, you know, his stomach and whatever. So these girls are making, like, cookies and everything for their guy friends that they're not interested in. Yeah, whatever, you're interested in them. <laughs> and they wow. make these, like, cookie things or, like, whatever. Or, like, yeah, come over. I'm having world. a... Yeah, yeah. And we do. We have our little singles Christmas parties. Yeah. Yeah. I like the married ones better. <laughs> Usually involves kids, and kids are fun. Kids are lots of fun, especially teenage kids. Yeah. Yeah, but I generally, my personal thing with the Christmas angst is like, man, it's just not worth it. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm hosting today's episode and not, I don't have a lot of practical advice. My my practical advice is get over it. (laughs) That's my practical (laughs) advice. Not bad advice. My my practical advice is get over it and love Jesus. Like, just be okay. It's going to be okay. 
It's going to be okay. Crystal, you had some good things to say before about uh, your perspective on it. Yeah. In terms of theological perspective. Yeah. Well, I was trying to find an exact verse or something that I would go to, and I don't really have one specific to this, but I think anytime I'm in that situation where I'm feeling panic or stress or expectation is think, what are the eternal the eternal moments in this and what's going to, you know, what's insignificant eternally? And I think even like cleaning my house, like that is going to be dirty again in an hour. I just know <laughs> but the way I am with my kids as I'm cleaning the house is going to last forever. Like yeah. They're going to remember mom was always stressed or they're going to remember mom talked to me as she was cleaning the house, right? Yeah. Or as she did the dishes or as she mm-hmm. w- did homework with me or whatever. So I think it's keeping in check with that attitude and yeah. also, yeah, like what is going to last? What's going to last is the impression you leave on people, mm. the relationships that you build, um, all those kind of things. The, the things to do, like the cookies you bake are going to be eaten right away. Is the, yeah. Whatever, yeah. Right? So yeah, don't yeah. get stressed about those things. Just think of the things that are, yeah, those things that are going to leave the lasting legacy impression on people. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes so, a difference. You were talking yeah. before about family gatherings. Yeah. Attitude yeah. You would go to a gathering. Yeah, with. for sure. Because I, I mean, as much as I get over it, there's definitely, yeah, there, there's issues, there's stress, there's complications in relationships. And um, even if your family is not Christian and you're going to family gatherings, you're you're a believer. You you carry the gospel witness with you wherever you go. And so it's, it's how you respond to, you know, that, Uncle Willie, who no one likes in your family gathering, and that you show great love to him because you've been shown great love. Because Christ first loved you, you show great love. Mm -hmm. So as much as angst is out there, we as Christians need to respond to that with the gospel, need to respond to that with the love of Christ that's in us, the Holy Spirit that's in us, and show that fruit of the Spirit at those family gatherings. And a little practical thing in there, I would say if you struggle at a family gathering and you know you can only hold it together for so many hours, limit it to only a few hours. Mm, It's good. So that you don't freak out on them because that's not a good gospel witness as you're talking about. Yep. Yeah, so be realistic with your expectations on yourself and on other people. Yeah, we've made it in our family sometimes where we say, you know what, we're going to be leaving by 7.30 or 8 o'clock because we're kind of done by that point. Mm, Yeah. That's Not good. always, but if you know that that's going to be a stressful situation, then do a good job for the few hours that you're there, and then go kindly yeah. and politely. Yeah. How do you keep? Yeah. How do you keep Jesus and the you know cliche reason for the season at the core of everything? Yeah, and we also pray a lot as our family before we head to certain things that are stressful, mm. so that we have the right attitude before we go. Sometimes even that whole week, I'm praying ahead to find out. Lord, help me to ask good questions. Lord, help me to interact with everybody there in a way that honors you. Lord, help me to do a good job of helping in the kitchen and dishes and whatever else needs to be done so that yeah. it is a good witness. Yeah. And talking through those things with your kids and family yeah. ahead of time, right? So that yeah. they're, cause sometimes you can think them, but you haven't necessarily prepped everybody or, yeah, have everybody thinking on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. And acknowledging that, I think, especially for kids and stuff too, right? Sometimes they don't understand some of those dynamics, but. If you can acknowledge it with them and problem solve with them. Then yeah. yeah, and if they understand, understand that it. we're going to be leaving by about 7.30 or 8, 8 o'clock, they can hang in there that long too. And then they can quietly come and tell you, it's yeah. 7.30. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we're, yeah. we're going to say goodbye to everybody and off yep. we go. And then for those who are um, hurting or, you know, you'd mentioned people who had lost loved ones. And I definitely think about people I know like yeah. that. Like what would be yeah. some of your, you know, tips for those of us who know people and have people mm-hmm. in our lives who are, you know, going to be walking through a season of grief and, yeah. and it's a, it's a new grief, you know, where it comes up with the Christmas holidays. What's well, and sometimes we think we have to hide away and not talk about that topic. Cause this is supposed to be the happy, joyful 
time of mm-hmm. year. But it's great if you can simply go to that person and say, I am so sorry that you lost so-and-so. And how are you doing? And how are you yeah. making it through this season? What mm-hmm. are you doing for, you know, to cope? What yeah. are you doing to manage? What are you doing to celebrate? Talk to them about the loss. Talk to them directly about it. Don't hide from it. You can yeah. use the person's name. Talk about how much you missed that person if you knew them. Yeah. And because they're thinking about the person all the time anyways. Right. And so we might as well just speak into that. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. huge. I know yeah. I had that happen last year. And someone just, yeah, she just thanked me for even just asking. Because mm. some people don't want to ask, right? right? They're scared to bring it up. And, yeah. And it doesn't know. matter if they cry. No. Like they're crying inside all the time anyway. So if it leaks out, it's like, that's okay. It's good. The tears are worth it. Yeah. Like if I died, I would love it if my family walked around in tears. Right. I'm hoping that I'm worth it to them. <laughs> Cry away. Oh, mom's gone. Okay. That's right. So the no. tears just tell you that the person's worth it. Brandy's freaking out. <laughs> Sorry. But I think she, some people don't want oh. to talk about it. But I think just allowing people to know that you're open to talking. Mm-hmm. Like I usually try and kind of put a little like a fishing, fishing line out yeah. there yeah. and say, you know, I, I'm opening the conversation. If you want to go further, that's yeah. fine. If you just shut the door, that's fine. Yeah. But at least say, yeah, yeah. I'm open to And don't have expectations when you're talking to that person that you're going to somehow alleviate their grief no. in some way. You know what I mean? That like you'll somehow like I want to do, I, I get the heart of I want to do something to bring them joy this holiday season. But but realize that, um, you know, joy in Christ is deep and not always expressed the way our world sees joy expressed and so someone can be going through a time of grief and loss and yet still have joy in christ in the holiday season Mm -hmm. but it might not look like yeah christmas lights and bells and yeah so yeah not expect people to have it all together i know some people say people keep saying you're okay now right you're okay now like yeah no i'm not yeah but there's this expectation that if i'm not then that's bad. Then right? that's but bad. Just not, yeah. You know, and just be okay. With yeah. It. Yeah. Just still struggle. So. Yeah. 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 So kill those expectations. Kill them. Yeah. Kill them. Kill them. Kill them. At least manage them. At least manage them. Yeah. yeah. Goal. Well, step sh- one. Manage. Yeah. Expectations. <laughs> kill some of them. Yeah. Make you make a goal to kill at least one expectation. <laughs> decide and, which uh, ones are important. Yeah. Decide which ones are important and yeah. keep that in. Like Crystal said, that eternal perspective in mind. Yes. Okay, so a uh, quick prayer for our listeners, Sally, before we move on to our In My Opinion okay. section. Pray for our angsters. Yeah. Lord, you know that when I meet with a lot of women and couples and families, that there is a lot of angst and muck and difficulty. Lord, I pray that we will put you first and that mm-hmm. we will seek you first in your kingdom. Mm-hmm. And that you will help us to put this in perspective. Lord, I pray that also that you'll provide help for people, whether it's supportive family and friends, whether it's a great worship music, whether it's a great Christmas event that brings you to the first, to the mm-hmm. forefront. Lord, help us through this time, this busyness. Amen. 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 Okay, so to end off with the uh, In My Opinion section, uh, those of you who are center court attenders will uh, have heard my mini rant on this maybe already. Wow, you yep. did it on stage. <clears throat> a little bit, yeah. So <laughs> why does that not surprise? <laughs> why does that not surprise you? Yeah, they still keep giving me the microphone. I don't know what's going on there, but uh, it's about the Northview Kids Christmas production, and uh, I've seen this as we said earlier. I'm standing at the doors, and so 
uh, well, that's for the Christmas Eve service, but um, for the kids' production, I've been around, and I, I see people walk into the church, see that it's the kids' production, and hightail it out of there. Oh. And this is what I said. This is what I said on stage. I said, and I just want to slap you. <laughs> Because what are you doing? What are you doing? This is a, like, we're church. We're a family. We are a family. I don't care if you don't have kids or grandkids or whatever in this production. The kids have worked hard. Their parents have driven them numerous times yeah. here to practice, to do all this. And these kids are expressing their faith in Christ in a beautiful, innocent, and wonderful way. And I'm always humbled by their expression of faith during these productions. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but it's freaking hilarious when a kid like falls <laughs> off the the, the like, choir rosters or something, or someone, or someone yeah, or, or the, the totally, or the preschoolers. You know, the preschoolers get up there on the Christmas Eve services and they're just looking all. They don't know the songs and the teachers are singing louder than they are. I just come on! It's noses. just so great. awesome. It's such a great, great thing. And so to to choose not to be there because it's, it's sort of the church is about me kind of attitude a little bit you know that sort of like oh i'm not gonna get anything out of this there's no sermon so i'm gonna go is like <laughs> talk about angst that gives me a little bit of angst okay, there you go. Anger. yeah i got a little bit of <sighs> yeah i know for me growing up that was kind of where I felt part of the church as a kid. Like mm. When I could actually do something on stage right. and participate and be kind of the one leading the adults, it made me mm. feel as a kid like, wow, I am part of this. Totally. And my faith matters. And I remember songs and verses and stuff from when I did productions that are yeah. like still with me today. Like that is a whole Huge. spiritual formation yeah. thing. Yep. This, these productions, these kids are re- listening songs about, like in spring productions, they've done like Nehemiah and they've done like Bible stories. and yep. like they're learning facts about the Bible and being able to just be part of that oh, body. Yeah. And that's so important as kids yep. get older. You don't want them to graduate from high school and graduate from church. Graduate from church. Like yeah. they want, to be, yeah. you want them to feel like they have contributed to the body. And that's one way they start. This yeah, is a, so. uh, yeah. And this is a huge way our kids get front and center in our church. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, remember, there's kids here. Because <laughs> yeah. we don't see them. We don't see them a lot of times. Yeah, town, totally. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so like parents, it's probably a no-brainer and an obvious like, all right, there's kids here, but there's tons of us that don't have kids that go to Northview, and it's like you need to be at these things. Like you need to, you're part of their faith growth. Your applause of their yeah. singing and their work and their time and their faith is huge affirmation to them, huge encouragement. And even older, like my kids are out of that age now, but my youngest, Trevor, he's 13. He's like, I can hardly wait to go to see the kids' production. Like he just loves it. Right? Yes. And I think that just even the older kids encouraging the younger kids yeah. too. So, yeah. Yeah. We're here totally. to value what you're doing. Totally. So yeah. So come out. Come. That's They've next done weekend, lots of work. right? The 14th, 15th. 14th, 15th. Three spies, kids production. Something about something about spies. We three spies. We three spies. Okay. Yeah. Very good. A lot of work goes into those. So yeah. Good. We'll see you out. Excellent. So so that's that's it. What? Next we're, wait. Next Ezra's podcast. Coming. Yeah, Ezra's coming. We're going to be talking about. New Year resolutions and uh, get our pastor of prayer and discipleship in here to give us some practical tools for some of those. So, yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>